0: Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Hello everyone. First, let me just begin by wishing all of you Mothers, mom out there, who are watching online, a happy Mother's Day. You know, as I was thinking about Mother's Day this week, it dawned on me when Jesus was dying on the cross, Jesus took care of his mother's in his final words, made arrangement with his disciple to take care of her. This action of Jesus on his final hours on the cross towards her mom it only show us something that family matters relationship matters to God and so it should be to you church you might not live in the same house with your parents with your mom today because of the situation but I wanna encourage all of you to just give them a call give your mom a call if you have not give them wish them a happy mother's day say loving words pray for them not only gonna bless you parents your mom it's gonna bless you and God the way you honor your parents God's gonna bless you too and today I'm excited to speak to you from this month's theme about family and I believe family is a has very important role for every individual I believe family it is a place a place of growth a place of transformation our transformation takes place and so it's very important um, to have a family loving family and so we need to know what I title I my sermon to be building family we need to know how to build a family family is a place of security Yep, it's a place of safety a place of support a place of sharing and growth but family is never be a place of perfection never be a place of perfection because none of its member is perfect I believe every family is broken in some ways every family is broken in some ways and every family is broken everyone and every family is broken in some ways there is no There is no perfect family. There is no perfect parents. There is no perfect spouse. There is no perfect children. Because we live in this broken world. The Bible says we fall short of the glory of God. We live in this broken world. And the reason you and me do not see the crack in other people's family is because we are not close enough to them every family has their own struggles and brokenness only family they are close enough to you to me then we can see their cracks we can see their cracks but it is also your family our family who are close enough to us we can see they can see our cracks and stand true to yourself to ourselves well if you see yourself in this kind of situation in your family i just want you to know the truth and grab this truth realize that every broken family is not a setback it is a setup for god's greater blessing every broken family is not a setback that make you sad make you struggle with that with the thought is a setback no, it is actually a setup for God's greater blessing. Let me give you an example, give you an example of Jesus. Jesus was not born in a mansion. He's king of kings, supposed to be born in the perfect place. But no, he was born in the manger. Give you another example of Moses. Moses was fatherless and so forget about having a father figure. He does not have any father figures in his life. Joseph, another example, Joseph had dysfunctional family. His brothers, all of them hated him so much to his death it was not a setback. it was a setup. I believe God can take what is broken in your hand and turn it into your blessing. If you can stand and fight for what you believe in, every miracle, every breakthrough that God gives to us require our participation for you in it it requires our participation for it to come to pass you cannot choose your family we cannot choose our family you know if i can choose i would choose to be born in bill gates family or i would like to be a brother i'd like to have a brother like a exactly brother to mark zuckerberg what i mean And you think I will have no problem? No. As much as you cannot choose your gender, your gender, you cannot choose your family. When we know that every member of my family, our family is broken in some ways, we have no way to choose our family. We don't throw it away. We fix it. We fix what is broken and make it work. And we see the beauty of it. That God's blessing is going to come to play. Because we believe, we believe that God take what is broken. This is a pattern in every part of story. God can take what is broken as a setup for future blessing. God can take what hurt you in the past and heal you right now and set you free. Set you free and use you to be a blessing for your own good, for your own family and beyond. Do you believe that church i believe that god can take what is broken and make it blessing to you so if you wish to have a better parents but hey sometimes always might not always be the case but god can use you children to be a blessing to your parents instead there are two ways of how it works you expect your parents to be perfect you can be a perfect in a way becoming a blessing to your parents too is two ways if you can show your good attitude uh, characters when you change to be a better you you set the path even for your unbeliever parents to know Christ too or the opposite way unbeliever children to know Christ too or grandparent any any case we need our participation to see how God works within family Jesus once said something like this Jesus once said foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests to return to but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head has nowhere to lay his head he has no home the son of God has no home to lay his head a hole is not a perfect it's not a perfect place for the birds to rest, It is made of broken branches, right? So is the heart of man is the dirtiest place for Jesus to rest. But to Jesus, it was worth fighting for to come and enter into our heart, into our dirty hearts and make our hearts his home. Family is so important that we need to focus on. It determines someone to be successful or fail, someone to be happy or sad is determine your family. It determines someone to be strong or weak, victorious or defeated. Even God knew, from God knew from the very beginning. Let me just show you what happened in the beginning. Let's take a look at Genesis verse one, verse twenty-eight. Genesis one verse twenty-eight. Let me just read it to you. All right. So. Here we found God blessed Adam, Adam and Eve and say to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth. In other words, get married and have kids, have family and subdue, what, subdue the earth. Rule over the feast, rule over the feast in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creatures that moves on the ground. Church, if we learn from this passage, it tell us something, the sequence was arranged in such a way that God created family first and then they subdue the earth uh, rule over everything on the earth notice the sequence is not the other way around tells us something very important family holds a vital role to your success family plays a vital role to your success yeah this is the truth family plays a vital role to your success no matter how hard your job is if you have family that fully supporting you you can pull it off right you're gonna believe this if you have a support system at home you can go out there and face whatever your struggle is and not only to survive but to shine for the glory of God because you have a supportive family there is no other success in the world that we can compensate with the success of building a healthy family. You can have everything you can have great career, great position, even beautiful houses lots of them but yet you fail to have a loving family big time you fail. In King Solomon's dictionary this is called meaningless if you are successful in every area but you have you fail in building a loving family you fail your life is meaningless let's take a look at luke chapter 20 luke chapter 2 verse 52 where we will find something we learn we can learn from how jesus grew in a family let's say here jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with god and with man church jesus came to the earth as a baby born in the manger to a family and grew for 30 years in the family before he ministered for three years. So if you see the number of years, 30 years in the family and three years in the ministry. So if I want to be calculated, if I want to calculate, it took 10 years of training in the family for every one year fulfilling his job or his calling amen that's that's say some things to us the seed of greatness the potential within us can only be fully released re- can only be fully released through the help of relationship through the help of family your potential your your potential within you can only be fully released through the help of family. So, in the scope of family, Jesus grew. Everybody says grow. Grow. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. And in favor with God and with men. Jesus not only grew mentally. He grew mentally, meaning he grew in wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He also grew physically spiritually as well socially meaning not only have an IQ good IQ but also have EQ he can carry himself socially and all this growth takes place took place in his family so it's very important family is a place of transformation a place of growth we cannot undermine the importance of family This is what I always see about family. Family is a gift. You hear that. You saw that in, you know, social media. It's a gift. But I saw it. It's not a gift like plug and play kind of gift. You plug and play. You enjoy it. No. It's not plug and play kind of gift. Where you receive it and straight away enjoy it. It's more like broken pieces Lego-like gift where you receive it and soon realize what is inside is not the same with what is shown in the picture of the box. What's been promised is different. But rather you need to take piece by piece, broken piece by broken piece and build them according to the instruction book, according to the manual book. That's how we see family. It is a gift. Broken pieces where we need to participate to build our family. So let's see two verses in the Bible about building a house, building a family. And I believe you guys know, I believe you know this, this verse. Let's take a look at Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3, 4, show the screen. <clears throat> Proverbs 24, by wisdom, a house is built. And through understanding, it is established through knowledge. Its room are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. It show here that by wisdom a house is built. Understanding and knowledge the rooms are filled. Interestingly we don't find love to build a house here. Love is nowhere to be found here. I believe I know you're gonna say that Oh, love is the foundation of the house. It is true. There's no doubt about it. Love is the foundation of any relationship. No doubt. But to build the house on that foundation, so-called love, to last till the end, we need more than just love. We need knowledge. We need knowledge. We need understanding. And we need wisdom. Amen. We need more than just love. Because when we don't understand the expectation of other peoples in the family, we can we cannot make sense of their disappointment. Let me repeat it to you again. If we don't have the knowledge, the understanding, and the wisdom, some some way somehow, one day, we we, we will not understand the expectation of the other person. If we don't understand the expectation of the other person, we cannot make sense of their disappointment towards us in relationship. We cannot understand why they are not happy because simply we are, we are not understanding. We don't understand of their expectation. So it's it requires knowledge. Requires. What's this? Knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. It's more than just love. So today, I want all of us to learn how to build relationship. And I list down, there are six of them. What we can do in family to build a healthy family, to build a loving family. Let me share with you six things to do to build a family. Okay, I use this Proverbs 24 as an analogy. We need to build the families. Requires more than just love. Requires more than just love. Amen. six things that we should do to build a family the first one the first one let's take a look we need to be able to forget to, to forgive and to forget to forgive and to forget this is the first one and it's very important how many of us know how many of us want God to forgive us of our sin probably all of us right then if you want God's forgiveness if you want God's forgiveness you you need to be a forgiving person if you want God to be gracious to you in your relationship with him so in the same way you will need to be gracious to other people as well before you say uh, it's easy for you to say that pastor well you don't know that it also applies to me it applies to me so. As it is hard for you to forgive and to forget, it is hard for me. Every word of God, when you put it into practice, nothing is easy. But whenever we do it, it's gonna, not only going to bless, the family it's going to bless you. You can say, "Oh, we don't know what my husband do or what my wife did to me. Yeah, I do not know that. But the thing is, we still need to forgive and to forgive him, forgive her, in order for the family to move on, to to carry on the journey inside the family. You don't know maybe how badly you were hurt by your own parents. Maybe many many times it happened again and again. Church, I don't need to know. I don't need to know about your hurt about your childhood, how, how, how you get hurt by your parents, by your children, but what I, I can say to you is, you still need to forgive. Amen. It's never enough for me to say the importance to forgive and to forget within family. It's not a matter of what I think, but it's, what, it's a matter of what God says inside the family. We need to be able to forgive, and to forget what happened. That's exactly what God did to us. He he not only forgive, he forget of our sin. He remembers our sins no more. I know the next part is rather hard. You know you can say yeah I can I can I can forgive but I cannot forget. That's always be the case. Right? It's true we cannot forget. True we cannot erase or brainwash what happened before, the hurt has been done, the scars is there, but just as God do to you, he will remember your sins no more, so it's expected for us to do the same thing, and this is what I believe, nothing will be further than this truth, it will do more good to you to forgive than to the forgiven let me repeat it again it will do more good to you, the one who forgives, then to the one who is forgiven. The first one, six thing that we need to do to build a family, we need to be able to forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. The second part is we need to accept each other. We need to accept each other. You know, only when we are as close as family, as i mentioned before then we will be able to see each other's cracks each other brokenness each other weaknesses the closest you are family as a family you know oh this is the one this is that one thing that always irritate you right so sometimes we cannot bear with it no one knows you than your mom or, or your dad the other way around is true also no one knows the patterns better than the children only family who knows exactly where the crack is only they who know how to cover your cracks too your weaknesses too only they know how to protect you and the opposite is true when we don't understand this truth instead of accepting each other instead of accepting each other's weaknesses we're gonna expose it we're gonna hate it and demand your family to change don't get me wrong i don't mean that you cannot motivate your family to change for the better i encourage you if for every one of us to change for the better but when there is acceptance in the family everyone can be as authentic as they can be as real as they can be this is when the change and transformation takes place you cannot transformation cannot start if you try to hide something if you try to cover up if you try to fake it transformation only happen when you are as real can be as real as you are when there is no acceptance we will hide when we did wrong we will hide who we really are from each other no better place to learn how to be real except in the family we don't have to hide who we are we can learn to accept one another in spite of differences in spite us knowing each other's weaknesses accept each other that's when transformation takes place when we are as real as we can to each other accept one another when someone don't feel love and don't feel accepted in the family this is what will happen we will always look for love and acceptance outside the house let me repeat it again when someone don't 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 love don't don't feel love and don't feel accepted in the family we, we will always look for love and acceptance outside the family outside the house that's that's the reason why trouble kids are you know attracted to gangs to what you call secret society because they are they are being accepted over there but not at home acceptance is in the family takes a very important role accept each other the third one the third one that I want to share with you to be magnetic what does it mean it means what happened when you 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 know when you get two magnets close to each other you know what will happen they are drawn Together, they are drawn, attracted to each other. Even when you put the same, what you call poles of magnets near each other, their response will be to turn and join together. Family relationship should naturally share loving touches. Family and wives, husband and wife, I mean, parents and children, even brothers and sisters should be drawn into embracing, hugging, kissing, as magnet, as that's what family do. This is what i mean by being magnet this is what we need to do i believe our words works like magnet let me repeat it to you again our words works like magnet that's you hear that our words that we say to each other can works like magnet that make us closer or further away from each other whatever we say nicer thing not only the letters that matters but also the sound of our word matters that make us closer or further away works just like magnet you want to be close to each other you have to say need to learn how to say nice words loving words to each other but if you have harsh words always judgmental to each other you're gonna be further away from each other our words works like magnet family meant to be like magnet they are closing embracing each other number four I want to share to you we need to impart as a family we need to impart knowledge we need to instruct God's commandment to our family especially as as a husband, as, a, as the head of the family, it is important as a parents, as a head of family, to impart wisdom, knowledge, and understanding through, conver- through conversation about what, ma- what, what, what matters to God, what matters in life to our kids, according to the word of God. It is not the responsibility of the, uh, of the school. It's not the responsibility of our church it is the responsibility of family you can ask, you can demand Sunday church to to teach our children but the main responsibility is supposed to be inside the family, inside the house to impart impart and instruct God's commandment let me share to you what uh, I have here Deuteronomy 6-7 Okay, this is really good. Deuteronomy six, verse seven. It's not that. Okay, let me just go back. Okay, Deuteronomy first, first, six, seven. It's not there. Let me read it to you. This commandment, this commandment that I give to you today, are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down. When you get up, these all take time to talk about the Word of God in your family when you walk with your children, when you sit at home, when you actually lying on the bed with your children, with your family. Talk about God's Word. This is what the commandment. In Deuteronomy 6, verse 7, you can look it up at home later on. To impart knowledge and instruct God's commandment. Let's take a look at the fifth one. The fifth one, loving and loyal till the end. You know, church, parents should be a model in relationship that is constant and steadfast before their children. Divorce and separation should not be in child's fear towards relationship. They should have confidence that faithfulness is there where they see their parents mom and dad to be loving to one another faithful to one another faithfulness is learned at home it's not just by the parents word, but also by their action so loving and loyal to the end faithfulness within family it is important we exercise not through our words but through our action to, to be loving and to be loyal to the end the last one the last one yield to one another yield to one another another word is give in to one another meaning to prioritize one another to prioritize others first to give others number one instead of yourself the key the key to each of these rules for the, for the family is that no one is trying to be number one no one we need to learn how to we need to learn how to put family first we need to learn how to put family number one let's take a look at what i have here second peter chapter 2 verse 5 this is fun let me just read it to you it's very short first Noah is the eighth man number eight to enter the ark Noah is the eighth men to enter the ark what does it mean he made sure meaning he made sure each member of his family each member of his family are all safe in the ark and so he is the last one to enter the ark meaning he placed his family to be number one this is what it means to yield to one to give in to one another i love what Um, Pastor Jeffrey Rahman I give credit when credit is due and he was saying this uh, family is for the loser meaning every member of family who is willing to lose first to lose their arguments to win a relationship to lose the argument and to win relationship is the one helping the family is the one building the family is the one stronger to build a family family is for the loser you know church all these six things to build a family it seems to be easy for us to do when everything is smooth when we need to forget and forgive we need to accept one another to be magnetic to, 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 to say things with what words nicely worked in loving words instead of harsh words to impart knowledge to instruct gods whenever you are wherever you are love and loyal to the end and to give in to one another seems to be easy when our family are smooth sailing nothing happened everything is smooth sailing in the family but when they are they are very hard they are very hard when something's going on something's rocking the boat of the relationship all these are tough I'm not speaking only to you as hard is also to me it's hard it is hard to do that's why if it is easy, okay, the survey will not say 50% in America, and up in divorce. It is not easy, but family is a gift. It takes us to participate in it to build the family. Amen. So I hope today we learn and we learn something, understand it takes more than just love to build a family, so we can know we know the knowledge we know how to apply some of this wisdom in our family today amen i believe it's going to bless you all these things that if let's say we put it into practice it's going to bless your family build a stronger relationship within family okay we can accept one another we know each other weaknesses not as a setback but as a setup up the blessing of god in your family let's pray let's pray Father, as we come to end of our service, we thank you. thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you have placed in me regarding about what we need to do as a family. I believe that your word will be a catalyst for us, a catalyst for us to move forward as a church, to move forward as a family, to be a blessing, not only to our own family, but to beyond our family, to people surround us. Bless your people. Bless everything that they touch and they do. And it will prosper in everything that we do. We thank you, Jesus. Let's lift both our hands and receive the blessing from the Lord. May the love of the Father, the grace of Jesus Christ, and the the, um, anointing of the Holy Spirit will be upon all of us until the end when Jesus comes again to celebrate the love of family with all of us. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www.nbcsingapore.org. www.nbcsingapore.org God bless you.